Alpha, you know what I need. Teenagers with attitude. That's correct, Alpha. Teenagers with attitude. What's up, bro? Teenagers with Attitude, a show where a bunch of grown adults sit around and talk about teenagers in tightly colored clothing fighting monsters, and I just scared the shit out of my cat by clapping to do the uh, the count-in. I'm sorry, Chili. Uh, I'm Zach, and joining me this week, we've got, I almost said Luke, that's just a lie, we've got Simon. Nope. I'm here. <laughs> Yay, and we've got Lexi. I'm going to be honest, even though I knew you were talking about your cat, I still almost responded when you said, I'm sorry, Chili. That's not you. That not here. Right. Not, not at this time. <laughs> Here's the thing, though. The chili, the cat, like predates chili, the fox, in terms of. I'm pretty sure, right? It's, oh so, yeah, yes. absolutely. Yeah, correct. Absolutely. Uh, she has she has precedence on the name. It's just uh-huh. I'm never not thinking about chili the fox. Is the thing. Okay. This is yeah, this I get is that. completely fair. If you don't know, by the way, you should go listen to Idolon playtest. It's very good, and there's a chili the fox. Chili the cat's mine. She doesn't do a. A play, let's play, but you know you can. Uh, I would be fun. See pictures of her. She, cat she doesn't podcast. do a let's play, but she does like to play. She does like to play. Yes, accurate. Uh, so yeah, hey everybody, it's been a little while since since Simon's been on. Uh, it's been a little mm-hmm. bit since I've been on one with Lexi. I think since we did the just two piece people one, right? Yeah, it's yeah. been a few weeks. I haven't really been able to do it. I, and like I, I, I was on pretty much like on either side of that one, but you weren't on at that time so we kind of missed each other but yeah yeah like so, ships so, in a night yep so exactly be fun and we've had a you know some weather events that that made mm-hmm. it more difficult if you live anywhere in the americas <laughs> but uh we're back and we're gonna have a good episode i'm excited before we talk about the episode of power rangers that we're going to be discussing today uh, we should talk about another episode of Power Rangers or series. Yes. God, somebody needs to stop you. You're obsessed. I <laughs> uh, know. I it's, it's almost breaking like boundaries I, here. It's it's almost like I do a podcast on this thing. But yeah, uh, Power Rangers Dino Fury has started. We talked Hell about yes. it a little bit last week, where I talked about the Morphin Masters mm-hmm. because that was cool. But I hadn't actually seen the episode yet, and now I've seen two episodes. Uh, and it's really fun. I like it a lot. Um, I, I, so one of the reasons I really did want to bring it up as a, uh, instead of like waiting a little bit longer to see how it solidifies in my brain 
is the episode of In Space we're going to be talking today about today basically deals with Andros not knowing how humans on Earth work. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they did go ahead and do that dynamic again with yeah. the Red Ranger in uh, Dino Fury, but I like it a lot more, and no offense to uh, Andros's actor, but I think it's because that guy's got a lot more gravitas, and it's funnier when somebody who has a very commanding yeah. voice. Oh, like, they got a guy with a real deep voice this year. It's pretty, yeah, like the guy's good. I like him. He's got a really deep voice, and he doesn't know what milkshakes is, and that's funny. Yep. So, like, there and you he, go. That's he, like he, he has antennae, and like they they point out to him that he can't just hang out with antennae, even though it would probably be fine because it's been thirty years of fucking Power Ranger seasons in this world. They should know about it by now. Um, You'd think so, but yeah. Well, but he, so he does hide them, but he still keeps his like old timey dinosaur knight outfit on and they go yes. to basically fake BuzzFeed offices with it. It's pretty great. Right. So I wanted to go down my kind of hit list quickly. We won't talk through the episodes because that would be insane, but mm-hmm. No, that's uh, fine. Who are you of, killing? First of all, the uh the the Pink Ranger, I'm not killing her, Lexi. That would be terrible. But mm-hmm. uh she works for fake BuzzFeed, which is yep. a fun uh, It's it's like it's Buzz something else. I forget what it is. It's very blatant. Yes, it's Buzz Blast, I Buzz think Blast, is what it's yeah. called. And it it's very like her boss. It, it's interesting, right? Because superheroes have been worked at newspapers forever. That's not mm-hmm. um, like a new thing. It's a very old, like the first superhero that most people know about, Superman. Worked, mm-hmm. He's a reporter. Uh, and like you, nobody thinks it's new to have um, like uh, – Oh, the reporter wants to report on this story they think is important, but uh, the the boss just wants them to cover, like, you know, right. fluff pieces or whatever. Uh-huh. That's basically exactly the Pink Ranger's deal, except yep. what she wants to cover is ghosts, and what what her boss <laughs> wants her to cover is, like, glow-in-the-dark lipstick Makeup. and puppies. Yeah, yeah, yeah cause, because cause her, her biggest hit online is a video where she applies, like, glow-in-the-dark lipstick, and you, you see a yes. clip of it that's super stupid. Wait, I'm yeah. sorry, their BuzzFeed analog doesn't want to show about ghosts? <laughs> right. I'm well, baffled. This and, is and, a fair point, yes. And then the boss, like, orders or makes, it's not clear, like, a robot assistant girl for the office, and she shows it up in the <laughs> second episode. It's, it's the stupidest shit. I love it. It It, it is, uh, this season does not change the longstanding Power Rangers tradition of what the fuck do people think <laughs> is, is plausible in Power Rangers, because right. this android is fine, but ghosts are bullshit, I guess. And also aliens should not be acknowledged. Right. Right, yeah. Um, and, and so, so she works there, the, uh... That's her deal. She's pretty fun so far. The Blue Ranger is interesting because his mom is a big character in the first yeah. two episodes, yeah. at least. His mom is an archaeologist, and she always wears a yellow shirt, and we don't have a yellow ranger yet, so put like the two pieces together that fit together very neatly there. I have there. bad news for you. Oh, she's not? Come on. Well, I don't know that she's not a ranger for sure, but there's not a yellow ranger in this season. So but there's there's six dinosaur statues like there's like you can't you can't name six colors without getting to yellow that's one of the six it has to there's be. not a yellow one buddy I'm, I don't know what to tell you well, <laughs> Zach, not. Zach, then you need to name six colors without getting to yellow 
Let's hear it. <laughs> okay, let me name the six colors that okay, the you, Dino you get, Fury. You, you get red, blue, pink for free because they're they're already on the show. That's fine. I mean, those are the those are the free spaces on the Power Rangers mm-hmm. bingo card, right? <laughs> so it's it's red, uh, blue, pink, green, black, mm-hmm. yeah, and uh. Can't like half gold, half blue is oh, the sixth that's bullshit. Oh, hey, yeah. that was my uh, those are my college colors. Now, oh, wow. now I will say, uh, I'm looking at this gold. It could be the mom anyway, because it's not like super shiny gold. It's that kind of like yellowy gold. So you know what? You know, I retract it. Maybe she's yeah. the Six Ranger. That'd moms, be great, honestly. Moms, moms should be Power Rangers. Like we need to. We, I agree. It's, it's yeah, 2021. We, it needs to happen. There needs to be a Power Ranger mom. They, they need mean, to make yeah, a press release that, out of it. They had that Sentai of uh, like yes. former Power yes. uh, former uh, Sentai heroes yeah. who uh, are now mothers, and yeah, that was cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and so they they team up because they're looking at this place called Stonehenge. Uh, like I said, it's, the, the it's, it's, it's Dinohenge. Dinohenge. I'm sorry, right. I said the right thing. Yes, apologies. <laughs> it has to be something really stupid because it's a Power Rangers thing. Dinohenge is six dinosaur <laughs> statues made of rock that look like they cost eight dollars, which I love uh-huh. so much. They look they're extremely so styrofoamish. Yep. Oh, uh, so there's a reference to that uh, Spinal Tap tour. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Um, and they discover under it a secret alien base, uh, in which is a, an android triceratops lady named yeah, it's a, it's a cyborg, I guess. She's been there yes. for 65 million years to look over the Red Ranger who's been in stasis that long. And also- Right, so the- she's insane from loneliness, like for sure, yes, Grant. Yes, like, for absolutely. Sure. Uh, and then the Red Ranger's an alien who used to be- you know, he's Andros. He used to be a Power yeah. Ranger with that team, and mm-hmm. then he got put in stasis, and all the other Rangers are dead, and now he has to make friends with the new ones. Also in so, the base was the chest full of bad stuff, like the Sporixes, which is are basically ex-parasites from Metroid Fusion. They look yes. and <laughs> act the same as that, and it was all stored there, and the bad guy goes there in the first episode and like frees them all, and now that's the monsters now. So that's the other, there are like two more things I want to mention and then we'll move on. One is that the bad guy's name is Void Knight and he looks like basically a a sixth ranger, which is interesting. It's been, there's been bad knights and villain teams before that looked like that, like in Mystic Force and stuff like that. Yes. He does look like the the purple knight from Mystic Force whose Mm -hmm. name escapes me. But yes, Um, what's interesting is... We don't know anything about the character nope. yet. Like, nothing. Uh, like, which is we, not so a thing saying, Power Rangers... So you're saying he's a bit of a void. Yes, yeah. exactly. He's we, a void we, knight. We, we, we got a big old, like, lore flashback that is really awesome in the first episode, and he's not even mentioned in that. Like, he's not part of that conflict at all. He's not coming back from that, as far as we know so far. It's, it's just like, they've kept the mystery for two episodes. No one knows who this guy is. Literally, the only thing is the Red Ranger says, like, where did you get that armor... Yeah. Essentially going like, I've recognized that this is similar to my shit, but yeah. that's it. Like, that's it's, all we really got. It's probably someone from his planet. Like, that would make the most sense, but yeah. Probably. Otherwise, all of... So, uh, that's another quick note is that uh, I guess all of his family is dead, which is fucked up. But Power Rangers does that shit sometimes and doesn't really talk about how heavy it actually is. Yeah. <laughs> um, 
Oh, because also his race was friends with uh, dinosaurs. And in the second episode, he's like, yep. can I meet some dinosaurs? I love those guys. And they're like, uh... <laughs> yeah, yeah, the first Truly. time he goes to the city, he's like, well, buildings weren't here before. That's neat. Where are the dinosaurs? Um, Okay. Sorry, buddy. <laughs> yeah. Truly, they have never had a character who is more relatable to kids. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, I really like him so far. And then the last thing I wanted to mention... um, so that's interesting we, that, that like they've taken their time to set up. There are going to be two more rangers. We don't even meet them yet, which is neat. Um, and then, or sorry, three more rangers. Um, and then I wanted to quickly mention, I really like the music in this one. I looked it up because I was curious. The, the composer for Power Rangers from uh, when they brought it back, uh, by when Saban rebought it, uh, which was Samurai, all the way up to halfway through um, Beast Morphers was a guy named Noam. Uh, I'm sorry. I don't know how to pronounce it. N-O-A-M. I think that's Noam. Noam, uh, yeah. Noam, Noam Kaniel, K-A-N-I-E-L. Um, and the music has been fine. It's not been bad, but it's been, like, not super memorable. It's been generic. In, in my like, opinion. To, to the degree where they would sometimes, like, it seems like make a, a mistake and use the theme from a previous season in one of the action scenes. And like uh, that happened in Beast Morphers and Ninja Steel for sure. Yeah. Um, the music in this one is going for, I won't, don't want to say EDM, but it's electronic. It's a lot more electronic. It sounds like a video game soundtrack, uh, mm -hmm. which is a pretty good way to take it when a lot of the effects are very like digital looking. Tear them apart! I think it sounds cool and the the morphing sequence theme which is just the the theme song without the lyrics like is really good mm -hmm. and uh, it's by a guy named uh, Bert Sellen who is the new composer for Power Rangers starting with this season um, he's done a couple other shows he did rules rules of engagement which is a sitcom that had a uh, uh, what's that dude with the really deep voice who played Rob, 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 Brock Sampson? Sorry, couldn't get his name right. Patrick Warburton. Uh, Patrick Warburton. Oh, yeah. Kronk um, of uh, The Emperor's New Groove. Yes, Kronk. Mm -hmm. uh, and he also was the composer on Raven's Home, which was the uh, um, That's So Raven continuation, because Disney brought back like all of their sitcom stars for a little bit. I uh, did not know that existed. The Ravenverse. Yeah, it was two seasons. Yes, the Ravenverse. So he's been around for a while, um, and I really like it so far. It's It definitely like stuck out to me in a way that the music hasn't recently. Uh, so yeah, all, all, like, all together, I like it so far. I love, I always forget that it looks this way, uh, Simon, but, but you probably mm -hmm. know. The Zords nowadays, like when it, it's so funny because when it's in its like dinosaur or vehicle form, yeah, it's it's like cheap CGI, and then the second it turns into yeah. a robot, it's a person in a suit. Yeah, and it it's depends. So it's, it's really obvious. It's yeah. it's it's as blatant. Like it's replaced the 
the original versus Sentai footage where you know the the video quality would go to shit and you knew it was it was Sentai. Now it's yes. this it goes into shitty CG and okay okay yeah you yeah yeah it, it's it's funny because like in the CG the the dinosaur is like insanely mobile and yeah. like jumping all over the place and, and, and they then... would sometimes like have animated faces and stuff like that. It looks really weird and then yeah it it jumps to people in suits for the Megazord fights. Yeah, I'll, but although it's fun. we haven't yeah. And I've really been enjoying it, and uh, like, yeah, I would recommend it. I'll I'll see how it keeps going. But so far, I, I just thought it was interesting that they basically redid Andros, but I like him more now. Yep. And Andros is fine. I don't hate him or anything, but like, he's he's not super. I mean, emotive, I guess. Like, we're about to talk about an episode where he is. Oh boy, and Andros, buddy. <laughs> but we'll talk about it shortly. Uh, yep. Before that, uh, because you and me just prattled on for a while. Lexi, uh, is there anything you'd like to talk about? Oh, boy. Uh, do you want to hear what Hachima's been up to? Okay. Actually, I do want you to tell me what Hachima is, because I see you post about it a lot, and I don't know what Hachima is. Okay, so Hachima is one of the earliest uh, Hololive VTubers. Uh, okay, okay. I mean, her, her actual name in, I guess, as an idol is Akai Hato. Um, okay. she, she started as, I mean, she was an early, she was an early VTuber. She was very much just, you know, pretty idle girl who plays games and whatnot. Right. Okay. Um, fairly, fairly soft spoken and, um, you know, just kind of cute. And, uh, at some point last year, uh, she started, uh, taking on a bit more of an edge to her, uh, stuff. Uh, she started okay. introducing herself as Hachima. And being a lot more weird and crazy, like okay, um, she's really well known for a segment called Hachima Cooking, where she does actual like cooking videos, kind of like short, short videos of her like actually preparing some sort of a dish, and it's stuff like cooking with a tarantula. Okay, <laughs> um, sure, cool, yeah, and um. Yeah, as her Hachima personality is a lot um higher energy, um a lot little Well, I mean her the name Hachima and her like greeting Hachima Chima is a um uh it's an adaptation of a phrase that basically means I'm crazy. Um, oh, okay. Yeah. That's so fun. she is the self she's the self-declared uh strongest idol in the world and according to her all of the strongest idols are crazy because you have to be crazy to be a very good idol. And okay, um, recently she started doing streams again as her Akai Hato um, persona. Okay, and from there has started uh, delving into some kind of experimental, like indie horror aspects of stuff with like the Hachima personality trying to. I guess take over. Like, there's been a lot of. Oh, this uh, this is great. Okay, yeah, no, there's been. You might actually really enjoy some of this stuff because she's prepared these like videos that kind of like hint at like a lore between them. Like, uh, the implication is they're like twins who are like sharing a body or something. I'm gonna say something, and I don't want you to ruin it. Uh, this to ruin anything for you and i'm probably also not the first person to make this observation 
but I think I was struggling a little bit to unlock VTubers, and I just realized that it's basically professional wrestling in yeah. that y- you have all the, like, character building not in the, like, thing they do, which is in, in wrestling mm-hmm. matches and in this playing the game, and then also they play a game. Yeah. And I think I get it now. Yeah. And this I've, is, yeah. I've been really digging what, what she's been doing because, one, it's really unique stuff in the space. Like, I I know there's, like, a lot of indie stuff out there that's doing things like this, but for somebody from one of the big companies, uh, uh, someone who, she has over a million followers, and she's been spending a lot of her time lately, like, inserting this stuff, even into, like, just chat streams, and, like, she's been streaming a lot of Minecraft lately and letting this stuff kind of bleed in a bit. And, That's cool. Yeah, so it's been really, it's been really fascinating to see it evolve. Um, at during her, like she just recently hit one million, and during one of her, like just like thank you streams, uh, she talked a little bit, kind of, kind of out of character about it, where she mentioned that you know going into this year she wanted to try some new stuff, and um, you know this is kind of that, and it's been kind of interesting to see where she's been going with it. And also I love it because it's a thing where like, she clearly is preparing these like videos ahead of time. And like, she, she's clearly yeah, planned she, out like the course of some of this stuff, but it's still, right, she's yeah, it's still being Sorry. live streamed. So it's a, there's a lot of adapting on the fly and a lot of, you see her suddenly click a, and drag a window into frame and then resize it. So it fits the thing. And this then hit is great. play on a video. So like you can completely see the seams most of the time. And that's that's just where my tastes lie is. This reminds me also, God, I'm swear I'm not trying to do this, but video game wrestling. Yep. What was it called? VGCW? Yeah. Uh on Twitch. If if you never watched it, it was a guy who just scripted out uh, video game characters wrestling and then would have them talk and he would write the dialogue and everything, but he would let the uh, the the AI fight. So he had to write like two different scenarios depending on who won. And when he got towards the end, he was like doing overlays over the Twitch with like graphics and, and stuff like that to uh, that the actual game itself couldn't do. And it was similar to what you're describing in that, like, you could see him just desperately trying to make sure it all fit together. And that's great. I love it. Yeah, I love I love really detailed cardboard scenes where you see the person manipulating the, you know, the puppets behind you, like, very that's clearly. Great. Where it's not even trying to, like, put up a veneer of professionalism. Uh, I have to see, I'm on virtualyoutuber.fandom.com, and uh, I have to say that Hachima started a series of cooking videos in which she commits unholy atrocities, ranging from boiling beef in a mixture of Mentos and cola to melting marshmallows over sliced ham. I don't like this. Oh, yeah, no, Hachima cooking is extremely cursed. (laughs) It's upsetting. I don't like it. Well, there you go. That's awesome. Oh, well, there's your Hachima update. Uh, and now, 20 minutes into the episode, because that's how we do things here, let's talk about Power Rangers. And I just realized I didn't load up the episode that we're going to be watching. <laughs> because they fucking, they took it off goddamn 
Netflix, and yep. now I have to go to Prime Video, and Prime Video is a way worse interface. Mm-hmm. And here we go, and I've fa- I've found it. Here we are. Okay, here we go. Okay, so great song, ep- Zach. Yeah, I'm. I was vamping, um, and this is the wrong episode, and it won't load. It's going great, everyone. <laughs> so this is Power Rangers in Space season one, episode seven: A Ranger Among Thieves. You have it, Zach. Thank you. Uh, nope, I'm working on it. It's gonna happen. So, while Zach's working on that, I'm just gonna say the source video I found for this, and that's how I'm gonna put it, source video, um, mm-hmm. contains the previously on and next on Yeah, I have bumpers. those too. Yeah. So, that's kind of fun, just because it felt like watching this on Saturday morning like I did as a kid, in a way that this yeah. show yeah. hasn't for a very long time. Yeah, yeah, you, it, you, you need a fun. bowl of Fruit Loops or Lucky Charms to go along with this episode, I feel like. Yes. Oh, yeah. yeah. Yep, yep, yep. Um, so, we, yes, this is A Ranger Among Thieves, and it opens with them in their weird-ass holodeck that has, again, <laughs> for some reason, just green lines everywhere uh-huh. that I don't understand. That's, um, oh, that's the see, internet. The, yeah, those, that's, that's the World Wide Web spun by the internet spiders. <laughs> exactly. Ah, okay. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the web crawlers, as it were, huh? and no, uh, Spider Man, Zach. Come on, <laughs> I'm sorry, I always get those confused. Yeah, no, like Spider Spider Man was once Toku, and it is owned by Disney, but not when Disney owned Power Rangers. You got to keep the shit straight, man. You're right. I'm so sorry. I apologize. <laughs> the, these um, green lines are Jeeves. That's they're who you ask <laughs> on the internet. <laughs> um. We see them fighting a like manta ray monster who uh, I love his design because he's what if a manta ray just had legs and it stood up yeah, and that's no, really no, that's funny. Straight up, just a manta ray face. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Uh, and they've all got their individual weapons, which uh, I, I don't. I never like it when the ranger weapons are also guns because then they also always have guns. Yes. Like. So the three you should, boys have. You should have to choose between ranged and melee. Like that's just how it goes. Right. Yeah. Well, the three guys have uh, like the spiral saber. Carlos has a lance, and uh, TJ has an axe. And then Cassie and uh, Ashley just have like guns that aren't don't look like guns. It's right. like a little satellite dish and. And like a slingshot where the 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 sling part, the rubber band right. part doesn't m- even move. So it's just, I don't know, it's lame. I don't like it's it. A, it's, <laughs> it's a laser sling of some kind. It's yeah. whatever. Uh-huh. Don't think too much about it. It's just sell toys. I don't know. They, I like I like that Ashley can just, you know, ticket monsters for speeding. It does kind of <laughs> look that way, yeah. Uh, so we, we see them fight. The one cool thing I like is uh, like... In early earlier seasons, very rarely do we see them do like a special move mm-hmm. that, that would be something you'd see in like a fighting game or something like that. They don't really do that very much. Mm-hmm. Uh, but TJ has this oh, thing yeah. where he like spins in a spin. circle. It's, yeah. it's the fucking and, like up up B for from Link from Smash Brothers. He does right there. Yeah, totally. And and he just like. F- scoots forward and that's fun i like that mm-hmm. see what Zord- the problem is when zordon was around he never let them charge up their meter <laughs> yeah exactly yeah exactly um so they beat up this fake monster and then uh they they stop you th- the simulation 
and everyone is like, that was a good, a good fun time with friends. Uh, and now we have a test because we fought a monster like right up till midterms. It uh-huh. is in 10 minutes. We should go ahead and get, get ready. So, they were well prepared. They're rangers. They do well in school. It's fine. I had forgotten that they actually are still in school here. Oh, yeah. And well, in fact, I'd kind of forgotten that they spent time on Earth at all, really. <laughs> yes. It is you, so You might weird. be excused for that by the fact yeah. that this is called Power Rangers in Space. And this is the only scene that takes place in space in this entire episode. So Yeah, it's just really weird to me that they were up on their spaceship training to fight monsters, and then they just went to school. <laughs> yeah, so, so y- you are not to blame, Lexi, for forgetting that they are in school because the the show also forgot that they were in school because uh, this is this is the first time that we've seen, like they have co- gone back to Angel Grove previously but this is the first time that they've gone to school which like okay they are I just briefly want to touch on the logistics of this they are on a galaxy wide like search for Spock style <laughs> mission to find Zordon. Uh-huh. But I guess they only do that for a couple hours and then they come home every day. Like, I their, don't understand. Their ship is very fast, at, uh, Zach. So they can okay. like, go look somewhere and then come back really quick. So it's fine. Gotcha. Yeah, I mean, it must be that. It doesn't make sense otherwise. So I got to say, mini, mini Lexi Fashion Corner, there's no way a school in the 90s would have allowed Ashley to be wearing what she's wearing. I wanted. Oh yeah. I'm. I'm glad you brought it up, Lexi. Ash, Ashley's outfit is fucking dope, and also she would have been sent home immediately. Yeah. Uh, it's like a. Yeah. It's like a really small black tube top. I'm guessing. Yes. Like, like the sort that basically just covers the boobs, mm-hmm. and yes. then a fairly tight yellow top that's just buttoned again around the boob area. So it's just yes. like. I mean, she could is also completely just... exposed. Yeah. She could button the bottom of her shirt not to be approved if the if the school had a problem with it. Like she could just oh tie she that could, shirt up, but, but it would be it, this thing barely is fitting around her middle as it is. I it right. would be straining. Yeah, maybe. It's a good fucking look though. Uh huh. Yeah, yeah, it rules. I really, really like it. Um, so, uh, actually, we need to take a quick break. Oh, okay. Uh, so right. everybody, pause. Hey everyone, it's Eric, and it is time for your Sumo Minute update. Uh, so I guess Hakioi, as the Yoji would say. Uh, just a little Sumo humor there. The March tournament is scheduled to begin on Sunday, March 14th, and Miyagi no Stable will be back in action after sitting out the January tournament due to COVID protocols. Uh, the protocols remove a stable from participating if they have any positive tests. So it will be good to see Yokozuna Hakuho back in action, as well as his protege Enho in the second division. Uh, Hopefully he will string together enough wins to get back up into the top division by May. Speaking of Yokozuna, Kakuryu has once again sustained an injury to his leg that will most likely remove him from participating. Uh, It is just my opinion. Clearly he's not in fighting condition anymore. Uh, So 
you know, get the scissors, cut the top knot off, and start your second life as a sumo elder. Takakesho had a disappointing 2-8-5 record in January, so hopefully he will be able to put together enough wins to clear his Kadoban status and retain his Ozeki title. Like I said, the sumo tournament starts on Sunday night, and for the next 15 days after that, we'll be meeting up in the Audio Entropy Discord to do a group watch of the daily highlights. Uh, that will be at 9 p.m. Eastern, so come on over, pull up a Zabutone, and watch some sumo with us. So, uh... We're at school. Andros is there, though he doesn't have a test, so I don't know why he had to come. Well, he just came with them because it's they're of, yeah, his no, only it's, friends. It's, it's that awkward yeah. thing where you all like left the same place together, and now you know they're all going one way, but you're going another, and you just feel kind of awkward just walking yeah. off on your own. Yeah. Um. They they go in to take a class. Oh, first the the bell rings and uh. I guess so. Andros like can communicate with humans and like drive a car and knows that stealing is bad. But what mm-hmm. he doesn't know is what bells is because a bell <laughs> a bell goes off and he freaks out and like assumes a fighting stance. And they're like, it just means class has started. Uh-huh. It's fine. I mean, Don't now, worry about it. To be clear, it doesn't mean he doesn't know what bells are. It just means that bells <laughs> signify something different in his culture. Look, humans are fair. the weirdos that use bells for something as mundane as like it's exam like, time. Imagine if the very specific, like, siren that cities use for, like, either fires or bad weather. Imagine if you went sure. somewhere where that was just the, um, you know, like, dinner bell or something. Yeah. Yeah. I, um, there's a, a something that, like, one of those weird things that sticks in your head, uh, even when it shouldn't, from the, the, the X-Wing, uh, ex- expanded universe Star Wars novels that uh jordan buddy i'm sorry if you're listening they're trash <laughs> uh, i love you but they're not good <laughs> and, but the one thing i remember from them is that there was this bit where uh one of the characters is piloting a ship built by another uh like another species and a bunch of lights go green in the cockpit and he's like ah everything is fine and then <laughs> He recalls that, like, that race uses that to mean, like, bad because of environmental factors on their planet. And I just thought that was interesting that they took a moment to realize that, you know, colors wouldn't be universal mm-hmm. uh, in this X-Wing book. Uh, but, yeah, that I guess that's kind of the, the sense here is that, like, maybe on his planet, Bell means we're all go- about to get bombed or something. Who knows? Um. So anyway, uh, they tell him to go make some friends and, and just like put him outside the classroom yep. like a dog, I guess. <laughs> uh, and then we cut up. This is to so a sh- irresponsible. They should at least get him chipped before they let him roam free. Like, or at least let him just stay at the 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 fake juice bar whose name escapes me, um, and not like in class just wandering around, um, but. We cut up to astronomer ship, uh, and I hate this monster. Oh, yeah. It's gross looking. Uh, yep. 
It's called Voltage Hog, and it... You would think from the name that maybe it would look like a hedgehog or nope. a pig or something recognizable, but it doesn't. It's, it's some kind of squid, I guess, with like weird proboscis. It's got some deep sea life design yeah. to yeah. it, but it's very clearly just like an alien feeling thing, right? Yeah, its face is like sort of predatory, but not really. Mm-hmm. And it's it's just kind of gross looking. It does have tentacles all coming out of it. Mm-hmm. Also, um, this scene is just weird because like the monster just it just cuts to the monster like introducing himself to astronomer and astronomer like okay yeah sure go go do whatever it is you do dude. He's just L- in like, her ship introducing himself. Yeah. Yeah, and like literally, the th- the thing you describe is accurate. She's just like, okay, hello, I suppose. Now goodbye. <laughs> go, go go kill the Power Rangers. Thank like, you. This yep. guy, this guy just like pulled up to her ship and was like, "Hey, astronomer, uh, let me on board. I got, I, I can fuck up some stuff on Earth." Yep. Yeah. Uh, actually, like for for all we know, the f- the only thing she knows about him is that his name is Voltage Hog. But she puts two and two together and specifically tells him to go hog some voltage down there and then kill the Power Rangers with that voltage. So you know what? Good name, I, I guess. I choose I choose to believe she's being sarcastic because she thinks it's just <laughs> a dumb name, and it just accidentally is what he does. So he's like, yeah, okay, sure. Like he just doesn't get it. I would love for a monster to be named Incinerator, and then it just has a gun. Like, it has nothing to do with fire at all. And he, he goes, I'll incinerate you. You have a flamethrower? No, I have this gun. Why do you say that? Well, just, when I shoot you, it's incinerating. No, no, that's not what a gun does. Like a, so, it's like a, so it's like a laser or like a heat gun? No, no, it's bullets. Yeah. I went to the store. I had a three-day waiting period, and then I bought this gun. Um... But yeah, so we 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 have the theme song and then we cut over to uh Adele at the surf spot who is the owner of the surf spot uh and is also one of the nurses from Scrubs who Lexi will tell me the name of now. Laverne. Laverne from Scrubs. Thank you Lexi. Uh and uh, she is reporting to the cops uh that her van uh, that says surf spot on it was stolen. Mm-hmm. Um, also, at this point, the credits tell us that this episode was directed by Worth Heater. And I just wanted to point that out because his name is Worth Heater. <laughs> That's a good <laughs> fucking name, man. That rules. Uh, uh, why is he writing and not like a baseball pitcher? <laughs> God, that is a fucking weird ass baseball name. I love it. Yeah. <laughs> Um, so the cops, uh, as in real life, are completely useless. They yep. essentially accuse her of losing the van and not actually having it stolen. Um, yeah, that's, that seems like a typical white cop interacting with a black person. Yeah, I mean, you're not wrong. Have and y'all ever lost, like, really lost your car in a, in a, um, a parking lot? Like, really lost it? And- only in my dreams. Okay, but yeah, constantly that's... in my dreams. <laughs> yeah, it's one that's of those. Fair. Not really. I'm sorry, much of a driver. I'm so... sorry, Simon. Yeah, go ahead. Uh, I interrupted you. I-, I was about to say, uh, as you were saying, the cops were incompetent, and they happened to, on their way out, walk past a guy who was like genetically engineered to be the most platonic ideal of a scumbag teen you could possibly imagine, and like, they don't even yeah. stop to, to look with at attitude him. Needs to be clear. Phrenology is bullshit. But when uh-huh. it comes to 
cheaply made television, uh-huh. visual tropes are absolutely uh-huh. a thing. And Th- this guy this- has never been more... <laughs> Teen criminal coded. Yep, he's wearing all black, uh, like a black overshirt, corduroy, I think, over a t-shirt, uh, slick back hair, and he's chewing his gum with his mouth open. And the camera lingers on him, and he's not a character we've ever seen before. And he like turns to stare at the cops while they're walking past him. Yeah. Also, he's got this like mean mug sort of stare that uh-huh. I we've really only ever seen on Skull previously, so... Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it feels, like, very coded towards this guy's trouble. Yep. Yeah. yeah, also, he's chewing gum, which we know from Power Rangers is, like, explicitly only bad people chew gum. Yeah, uh, we've seen that. That's a kid's show staple, because it's the closest thing they can get <laughs> to the, like... That's actually... <laughs> Knowing this, a later scene in this episode is really good. <laughs> yeah, no, it's a. I'm gonna say the word oral fixation. I need you to know uh-huh. it's not the way you're thinking. Uh huh. The like chewing on a toothpick or chewing on a cigarette thing. Yes. Like, that that's supposed to yeah. give characters an edge. It's the closest thing you come to that in a kids show. Right, you can't show smoking yeah. in a kids show, and this is like like code for that, I guess. Yeah, and honestly, yeah. in this era, like even showing somebody chewing on a toothpick was probably yep. difficult to get past censors because if a kid did that, they might swallow it and like puncture their throat. Uh-huh. <laughs> right. So, speaking so, of problematic like mouth issues, we have Andros trying to eat a banana right there. It's pretty good. <laughs> yeah, oh Griffin's my god! Fucking McElroy here. <laughs> yep, he does a Griffin. <laughs> Seriously, when I saw this, like. This is the funniest thing in this episode. Oh, it's absolutely. So it's so funny. He bi- if you don't know what we're referencing, he bites into the banana sideways without peeling it. It's hysterical. I love it so much. <laughs> and he's a real like here's the thing. The human jaw can very easily pierce through the skin of a banana. You don't want yeah. to because it's bitter as hell, but no, you he, can do he, it. He he's is getting it. To- he- yeah. He can't get fucking through it. He is like no. chewing on it like a dog with a rawhide. <laughs> he's like a he's a spaceman. He's he's been all like very optimized like for like spatial thinking, like logical thought and everything, but like all his jaw muscles completely shot from like Oh yeah, zero no, G. he's been he's been eating the uh dehy- all the dehydrated food. Like he just squeezes yeah. it out of a pouch. Yeah. <laughs> now, I will say that like you know I'm going to pull a deep cut. Remember when Kirk Cameron from Growing Pains was all like, the the fact that bananas are so easy to open proves God exists. Do you remember this? Sadly, Uh, yes. Now, he was wrong. However, a banana is, like, I can't think of a thing that that isn't, like, made by humans to consume that is more obvious in the manner in which you are I mean, to consume al- it. Also, it has been made by humans to consume. Well, yes, that's true, yeah, genetically <laughs> engineered. But, but like, it's got, it's got pull tab on it, buddy. You can do uh, this. Actually, that's not the correct way to peel a banana. Yeah, 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 it's more effective to, like, to to pinch the other end of the banana, and, like, that way the gross part with the spike on the end of it, like, stays in the peel, and you can eat the rest of it with no impediment. Oh, oh, shit. It also peels a lot cleaner. Yep. High tier, high tier banana peeling tips. I've on been, I've been. Attitude. It's one of those things I saw like on one of those life hack internet articles like twenty years ago, and I've been doing it that way ever since. And now it just oh, feels. Oh, I just watched fucking nature videos and saw that that's how monkeys do oh, it. Oh yeah, that, that's how chimps do it. Also, yeah. <laughs> well, hell yeah, good job, chimps. Uh, so, um. We see that. We see this kid that we previously described steal some money out of a lady's purse in case the 
all the coding they did uh-huh. wasn't enough. Um, and then uh, there is a, a lady who is a, or a girl, you know, a teenager mm-hmm. uh, who sees Andros and is like, hey, I have advice for you. You should peel that. And he's like, oh. And so then what I love the, yeah. about he still this does it wrong about peels, after that. Yeah, he's he peels one thing of it, and it's like, oh, hey, that works. And instead of peeling the rest, he just kind of turns it sideways again and takes a small bite out of it. <laughs> Look, yeah. he's a man who wants to like close up his banana and keep some for later. He he he's doing it like very frugally right there. Credit I, where credit is due. If you want to look alien, he's doing a good job of it here. <laughs> yeah. Like that is true. Yes. Made a the, good choice. On the this the part. director was like, find the weirdest possible way to eat a banana and do it. <laughs> That's why it's so funny because like it's just you can't. I don't. Th- uh, short of like taking a coconut and just trying to eat it like normal, I can't think of a thing you could eat wronger than than that way. Um, but yeah, so um, she gives him this advice. He he does it and he eats some. And she's playing pool, and then he's like, "I have some advice for you." And now this is a character trait because he's been playing a lot of pool in the hollow deck with Ashley. This has been established uh-huh. by the show, which is impressive. Uh, and he's like, you should hit the, the six in the corner and it'll go in. I like him in this bit too. Cause like they do a couple close-ups on his face and he's got this really wide eyed over earnest, like delivery to it. That again, feels just kind of off in a, yeah. like a really fitting way. Like it's the perfect setup to a uh, naive alien accidentally does some crime uh-huh. with people. Right. Uh, <laughs> So Dirtbag, who is with this lady and one other guy, it's a it's a threesome, uh, is like perhaps literally, maybe. No. Uh, I, I mean, the, like, the other two definitely yes. Uh, Dirtbag, yeah. no. <laughs> yeah, uh, it's like you could make a shot, uh, or I I don't believe you could make that shot. I'll bet you bet you this milkshake that you can't do it, uh, and. And he does it, and Andro shoots it, and then he's like, whatever, lucky. I I Um, just noticed something also. When I first watched the episode, I assumed that he actually did an illegal shot because he hit like a stripe first. But now that I'm looking at it, he's actually hitting a solid ball into two stripes. And when the stripes hits a a solid next to the hole, so it's actually a good shot. It's actually legal. It's a really fucking tricky one, too, because the the ball he hits is literally right up against two other ones. So, like, there's a lot of variance in how that would break. Yep. Yeah, it's impressive. And uh, so he's, like, lucky, and he's like, no, it's just physics, because Andros is an alien, and all aliens are good at math. Uh, No, we don't know that. You're making a huge assumption based on the one alien you've seen here to, like, I've seen other aliens There's al- there were alien power rangers if you will remember correctly you've also Lexi. seen Goldar who I don't think could add 2 plus 2 <laughs> this is a fair point um, we cut over to Bulk Skull and Phenomenus who are putting out rabbit food uh, because now, ph- they're God. putting out Carrots and celery. Yeah, rabbits shouldn't eat that, to be clear. Rabbits, yeah, rabbits don't really go for that. Like, rabbits might eat the top of carrots. They'll go for, like, leafy greens, but mm-hmm. don't feed a rabbit carrots. The only reason rabbits are associated with carrots is because they needed to give Bugs Bunny something that approximated a cigarette or a cigar. Yeah, he c- I, they couldn't just give him a cigar, which honestly would have been way funnier to me personally. Um, 
But yeah, and so, everyone assumes that like rabbits love cigars for like decades after that. <laughs> oh god! Oh, yeah. oh god! So many rabbits dead. I mean, they I are mean, dead also because force. Yeah, feeding a rabbit exclusively carrots will also kill them dead. So true. It's pretty bad. Don't do that, guys. Yep. Uh, you'd make Mike upset. Um. So in any case, um. So they're the, in they're in three separate trash cans, and those cans are labeled cans, old cans, yeah. and unwanted trash. Yeah, I, I love how I, like you have to go there and go. Well, how long ago did I buy this can? Is it's like <laughs> cans and old cans is really funny. It's it, such a stupid joke. This must have happened right during the changeover from old cans to new cans, and they needed separate recycling processes. So, like, they had yeah. the well, old, yeah, probably different, the old probably lead different cans. Contents. Yeah. yeah, yeah, of course, cans, old cans, the, the oldest, bestest track. cans, and the new aluminum ones. I'm oh, assuming. Geez. I'm assuming the joke of it is because um, skull is on cans, and then the professor is in old cans. Yeah, so I yeah, assume yeah, that's yeah. the joke. And then bulk and is like, in unwanted bulk is trash. Unwanted because, trash. Because, yes. Yep. Yep. Poor, poor bulk. Uh, but yeah, so they hop in these trash cans to hide from the rabbit because. Okay, I don't like the actor for Phenomenus is fine. I think that him, bulk, and skull actually have some okay chemistry. The like, Balkan Skull are dumb, and, and that's established. But like, Phenomenus is a, is an, is so dumb, and it's like it's kind of frustrating to uh-huh. me. He's supposed he to be th- a nutty professor, but instead of doing the thing where he's just like over willing to believe stuff and like has a bunch of crazy ideas that only that don't really seem plausible, he's just a fucking lunatic yeah he's a nut job and he's like this rabbit is an alien so we're gonna lure it over here so they go and hop in the uh in the trash cans um but he knows how to eat a banana though yeah he does know how to eat a banana this is true Mm -hmm. uh they get a bunch of of trash dumped on them yeah uh, I, i love this a couple of uh garbage collectors come by with uh Cans of it looks like just old food, and they dump compost, I guess. Yeah, and they dump it into all three of the cans equally. <laughs> yes, which also we we know is incorrect. These are right. bad trash men. You, you can't put lettuce and shit in like a can bin. That's not that's not going to recycle. Yeah, uh, but then they they come out, and uh, that was the whole joke, mm-hmm. <laughs> which well, is great. That was the first joke. Yes. Then he says, this is the price you pay for science, which is is pretty funny. Mm-hmm. Um, we cut back over to Andros, who is walking outside. He sees the three teens that he has just met uh, attempting to steal a car. They're being uh, extremely conspicuous. Yep. Yep. Yes. Just sticking a coat hanger into like the, the window that's open a crack. All three of, yeah, all three of them, like crowded up together against the car, looking around nervously. It's really funny also it's it's clearly like 12 30 p.m and there's lots of people around this is exactly yes. when you should be doing this yes this is the second car thief we've seen in power rangers the other one being uh when balkan skull were cops who also if you will recall was a man dressed like a cartoon <laughs> hamburglar uh and he was trying to st- he was stealing it like at again in the middle of the day I, and believe it or not, I do recall this. <laughs> Good, I'm glad. Um, 
and uh, he's like, uh, oh, you've locked yourself out of your car. Now, it's here's the thing. Andros does understand uh, he's a capitalist. He mm-hmm. understands the concept of personal <laughs> property. property. Yeah. And literally the first thing he did on Earth was he saw a uh, Balkan skull uh, doing something that they shouldn't be. I think they were taking, I don't remember, but they were taking something that wasn't theirs and he put hot sauce in their food because mm-hmm. property is important. Um, yeah. But he's like, oh, clearly these people well, I mean, just locked themselves this out. This guy no, is giving... Yeah, he's giving a plausible explanation for his predicament. They explained to him how to eat a banana, and he got to drink the guy's milkshake from hustling him at pool. So they're like like on the plus column in his book right now. So I guess that earns them a little benefit of the doubt for him to use his telekinesis to break into a locked car. Yes. So, yeah, yeah. No. So I I don't I don't take this as him not understanding what theft is. I take this as him being naive enough to just assume the best of this situation. Yes, sure. Like, there's yeah. no there's no like they're suspicious to us, absolutely, mm-hmm. but there's no clear indication that they're doing something wrong here. It's like the, the fair. Yeah, yeah, the the letter of the law defense, like every word they're saying is plausible. There's no proof to the contrary, so let's assume they're good. Yeah, and he's an alien man who doesn't understand earth customs, so he yep. has less reason to be suspicious. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, he introduces himself as Andros. I was trying to remember these characters' names, and it turns out the reason I don't is that they none they, of them introduce they don't themselves. Have names. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, and they get in the car. Um, everyone puts on their seatbelts, which I thought was really funny <laughs> for some reason. Listen, Listen. Uh, they made they made shoe gum. They may attempt to hustle people at pool and steal automobiles, but they're all about safety and like obeying the rules of traffic. So yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. And uh, at that this point, the uh, lead dirtbag uh, hot wires the car, and this shot made my wife just lose her shit completely because. Like, first of all, he's making the funniest damn face, <laughs> and I don't really know how to describe it, but, like, he's <laughs> chewing gum and also trying to make an I'm concentrating face, mm-hmm. but also he's not looking at what he's doing, so he's just reaching. Yeah, I guess the assumption is is he's hot wiring it, right? Yeah, he's just feeling it out with one hand, like, from sitting on in the driver's seat. And that's 100% like the face he's making, too. Like, he's feeling someone off. Yep. Yeah, uh, Adrian said he looked like he was jerking it, but you know, whatever. It's I, it's it's one half yes. dozen. Uh, yeah, he's six feeling one, himself half dozen off. The other. Yeah, exactly. Um, and then they pull off and steal the car, and immediately afterwards, um, <laughs> they offer yeah, like some said, Absolutely, best time to do it. The guy was just walking out. If it would, if they would have taken any longer to jimmy it open, he would have caught them red-handed. Yes. Yep. I mean, yeah. to be fair, that guy wouldn't be at the Jim and Juice bar during the night. He'd be at his house, and then the car wouldn't be there. That's 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 why those True. thieves are a step ahead of us. Oh, they so know you're saying time of opportunity. Uh-huh. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, yeah, they can prove that they didn't pre-plan it, so it's less time in jail. Uh, so we cut. They're driving in the car. Uh, they offer Andrews some gum. He just eats it. Good joke. He gives the fucking, <laughs> he gives the fucking most exaggerated swallow I think I've ever seen. Uh-huh. It's really funny because... He tips his head back like he's a fucking chicken. Uh-huh. Uh, it, 
it's really stupid, but also if you didn't know culture and someone was like, here's a thing to eat and <laughs> you just ate it and they were like, what the fuck's wrong with you? You'd Honest- be like, what? Yeah, honestly, <laughs> it's his, honestly, it's his really cheerful, oh, hey, that's good. Can I have another? That really yeah. gets, that really makes it for me. It's really funny. I like that bit a lot. The, the lady is like, who, who seems to be like immediately warming to Andros is uh-huh. like, she thinks no. he's adorable, like the banana thing first, and now this. She, she's like, yeah, okay, I, this guy doesn't know anything, and I love him. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's not even. It's not even like mocking. Like she's very legitimately teaching yep. him this shit. Like, yeah, Andros is a himbo in this episode, and mm-hmm. I love it. Uh, and she's just like, no, you're supposed to just chew it and blow bubbles, <laughs> and then he blows. A he, he blows a balloon. <laughs> Yeah, he's clearly yeah. holding a balloon in his mouth, and then they pop it because, ha, ha, ha. Yeah, yeah, it's it's cute. I like it. Um, they see uh, their friend Mikey uh, and pull the car up to him. Uh, remember how the we said that this guy was the most coded dirtbag you could be? <laughs> my, my, my key is pretty up there too. To be fair. <laughs> Mikey has acid wash jeans with big knee holes and like a a denim coat and also looks like he's 40 when the rest of them are teenagers. <laughs> yeah, he's very visibly balding. <laughs> um and what's really funny is they are they say there's Mikey and like my inclination was that they were going to give this car to him uh-huh. like he was their fence maybe. Um but no. what happens instead is as they're pulling up to say hello, which they have not indicated to Andrus yet, he uh, steals a purse from a lady and Andrus jumps out and just tackles this motherfucker. Because uh-huh. uh, again, the most important thing to Andrus is personal property. It's uh-huh. all that matters. Now, um, to be fair, like stealing a purse from a little old lady is about as clear cut bad as oh, yes. you can get. Like, oh, yeah. Like, no, you're not wrong. Like, it's not even a matter of personal property. It's like, that lady probably needs the stuff that's in that purse. She's probably going to be mm-hmm. have a lot of problems if she doesn't have that stuff. Mm-hmm. She it's have, very She could have meds in there. Yeah. But also, uh, this was completely unnecessary because literally two seconds after he tackles him, a cop comes and hauls the guy off. Mm-hmm. Yes. Uh, like, that but- guy clearly robbed a purse directly in front of a beat cop. Uh, I- yeah. Yeah. Go ahead. Well, what I love is that then Andros gets back into the car and the rest of the gang who clearly just saw this guy get their friend arrested are like, okay, I guess this guy can hang with us still. It's like they don't even mention it. Like it's it's everything well, is cool, I guess. So Andros says out loud, if there's one thing I hate, it's a thief. And I'm just going to continue b- building my narrative that Andros is a cop. Uh, but <laughs> yeah, I mean, all power Andros are cops, really, if you get down to it. But uh the the scumbag guy does this face and you can s- literally see it's that gif of the of the lady with all the like math <laughs> flying around like the he is recalculating yeah, yeah he's, Wait, he's he doesn't like some... thieves i'm thief but like maybe <laughs> so, he will tackle me now yeah, I, it's weird no, so so the thing is like obviously if they react badly to that it's a dead tip off that like they're also thieves and who knows what he'd do to them then <laughs> Right. And also it's a okay, this guy hates thieves, but he is also a fucking idiot. Maybe we can somehow use that. 
Uh-huh. Right. Because if there's one well, thing criminals love, it's a patsy. It's like he walked into like a, a like a, a mafia front bar and he said, you know what I hate? Mobsters. By the way, I'm going to like bet on all your sports bets and buy your drugs right now. Or something like that, <laughs> yeah, you know? Exactly. exactly. <laughs> yeah. And, and also the guy's like, well, he's an idiot. I could still use him. Also, there's not really a good way to just ask him to get out of my car now. <laughs> like, it's not like I can just abandon this whole enterprise without yeah. like making it really obvious yeah so yeah, they're literally in a stolen car <laughs> yes well, they should exactly. you know maybe because the cop was right there they didn't want to just peel off without him while he was doing that because that's what they should have done i guess well probably he wasn't in yeah. the car um we cut back to Phenomenus, Bulk, and Skull. Uh, the, the Skull is passed out in the trash can, which really... Yeah. He, he got knocked out by a big shipment of spaghetti on top of his oh, head. Oh, see, I th- I thought he was just so used to falling asleep <laughs> in a trash can that like he just oh, went yeah. right out. This is bed. I know this. Yeah, <laughs> this is bed. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, the rest of them see the, uh, the, uh, the rabbit... The um, white rabbit that's clearly somebody's pet and not a wild yes. animal. Uh-huh. uh-huh. Uh, somehow Phenomenus, <laughs> like, maybe he's just got old man strength because he punches through the bottom of the trash can with his legs. I and- think I think they prepped these ahead of time. Like, these are disguises. Oh, I don't- yeah. Okay, also, it's, it's the old can bin. Maybe the bin is also old and it's, yes. you know, brittle. <laughs> um. So... They're walking up to it uh, to, to try to get the, quote, furry little alien. Uh, and then um, Hog, Voltage Hog teleports so Phenomenus, in. Yeah, Phenomenus turns around for some reason. I think he's yelling at Bulk and Skull or something. Because yeah. they, they freak out because the rabbit is there, I guess. And he they start making noise and he wants them to quiet down. It's, it's really yeah. convoluted. Yeah. Um, and then he turns around and they all scream because Voltage Hog... I really want to point out that Voltage Hog pops down here and is like, shoo, get out of here, little rabbit. Like, yes. Like, he wants it, to it, steal electricity and fuck right. up humans, but. He also wants those, those carrots yeah, and celery, do, apparently. Yeah, but yeah. do not let the rabbits get hurt. <laughs> yeah, he doesn't want, uh, uh, um, uh, 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 Rabbit lateral damage. Nope, didn't work. <laughs> tried, tried it really hard. Didn't work. Hey, I'm sorry. Um, so they Zach, leave. I'm and not mad. I'm just disappointed. I, you know, the I didn't have enough us to think of something good. Uh, mm-hmm. Lexi, you were 100 percent correct because when, um, when uh, skull hops away, you just see that there's no back to. Oh the, yeah, no. Uh, when phenomenus turns around, can. you see it too. So my bad. I was. I didn't. I missed that when we were. I was watching it the first time. Um, makes it even more so, ridiculous that those garbage men didn't notice. <laughs> yeah. Yes, correct. Uh, I like to think they drove up, looked at it, kind of just looked at each other, and then like silently agreed, okay, so we're going to fuck with these guys, right? You know, yeah. Or Yeah. yeah. Um, they, he starts stealing electricity from uh, like a, a, a substation or something. I don't know. It's just a tower. Uh, um, yeah. And it looks like when ball lightning hits an electrical line. <laughs> yes, there's like blue lightning all over it. Uh Andros and um, the the rest of the the ne'er do wells uh, are, are passing it. Zach Rapscallions. Yes, uh, uh, Scallywags. 
Do we got any that's, more? That's more, uh, that's more seafaring troublemakers. Buccaneers. Oh, yeah. yeah, it was okay. No, well, that's never just mind. straight up pirates. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, so, ruffians. Uh, yeah, ruffians. There you go. Criminals. Yeah, you got, no, okay, fine. Bad, bad man. <laughs> um, he oh, yeah, makes bad them stop nicks. the bad nicks. He makes them stop the car, and and in uh one of the one of the uh, you know I like a lot of Andrews's bits in this episode as we're watching it again. Uh, and one of my favorites is he just sprints out of the car and says, "I'm sorry, I forgot I have something to do." It just like <laughs> <laughs> runs away, and it's really funny. Uh-huh. Um. The the other guy who's not the the main scumbag is like, do you need help? Uh, and the main guy is like, hey, we've got business to take care of. And, <laughs> it's and like, yeah, no, hey, so, this is good. The the narc left. We can, you know, <laughs> again, we have a stolen car, so like that's a problem that we need to deal with. Um, but Andrews, yeah, tighten up, reality gangster. Yes, yeah, exactly. Andrews, it's time to keep comes- frustration clear. I Patience open text. is ahead. Yeah. Uh, Andrus runs around the corner and morphs. We get that very good English text again. Uh, <laughs> he pulls out his spiral saber and they have a fight for a little bit. Um, he's kind of gets his butt kicked, which is is pretty fun. Mm-hmm. Um, Boy, if you like seeing Andros get his butt kicked, this is the episode for you. <laughs> yeah, he really does get his ass beat multiple times. Um, the, but he does finally fight him off and, uh, he contacts Alpha and says like, Hey, uh, I think we haven't seen the last of him. So, so keep an eye out. Um, and then he unmorphs and goes right back around the corner. And so basically they were at the chop shop essentially already, Mm -hmm. uh, cause he sees the car that they came in and then, uh, keeps walking and sees the van, uh, that Adele had stolen earlier and his new friends pulling bits out of it. Um, it's, a, it's, it's a really good read- choice to steal like a labeled company van with a logo on it. That is very easy to identify. Good job, thieves. Yeah. Yeah. Um, now, here's what I'll say. These teenage car thieves have apparently stolen like 50 cars. Oh yeah, this is like, like holy a holy shit. It's a whole operation right there. Yeah, they're really good at this, I guess. Um and cuz they're just all around and it, now it does take all 50 of those cars for Andros to look around and realize that they are the car thieves. Uh-huh. Uh and he accuses them and he's like, "I thought we were friends." <laughs> and then oh, he they asks, have names. Yeah, They're- and then he says David, Susie, who are the other two, uh-huh. and uh, they just sort of look look down at their shoes. I can't believe uh, they did introductions off camera. <laughs> yeah, that's very funny to me. Uh, and then he's like, these cars are all going back to their owners. Uh, and at this point, I was really hoping that the main guy was just going to pull out a gun. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what I feel uh, him, because... There's one episode in a couple seasons where, uh, like, a criminal has an actual gun and hijacks a bus. And when I first saw this guy, I thought it was this episode. It it felt right for for it to be him, I guess, but it's not this yeah. one. Uh, but instead, uh, he tries to go stop Andros, and uh, David uh, stops him and says, leave him alone, because... <laughs> 
<laughs> these are these... car thieves that needed just like one talk to to like put them on the straight and that that's path. the thing that kills me is like if this was the first car they'd stolen fine you know maybe they 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 just started down a bad path these are like seasoned car thieves yeah. oh, here's oh, the deal I, I... maybe Zach, maybe it started out as just one car, and mm-hmm. like they had a they had a not necessarily a good reason, a you know, they had a reason why this happened, and it was supposed to be just this one car, and then it'd be done. But their uh, dangerous friend, whose name I don't think we know yet, uh, was like, "Hey, no, we did great at that. We should uh, we should keep it going." And maybe been pushing just... them to you know keep this operation growing, and you know maybe they've been getting kind of uncomfortable with uh, the expansion of this, and. Uh, Kind of feel like things are maybe spinning a bit out of control, but, but they can't the stop thrill now. Of it, They're in way too deep. The thrill of it yeah. is just too good to let go. They couldn't stop. Uh-huh. It became that yeah. the, the, the non-Oscar crash is what happened to yeah. them. Maybe soon, soon they'll be killing people and then yep. and then eating them. Probably, who knows where it'll stop? I mean, yeah, that's uh, that's what they say. Stealing car is the gateway drug to cannibalism. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, I've, you I've you wouldn't download a car, not even once. Yeah, yeah, just not even once. Um, so at this point, uh, you see David and Susie look sort of uncomfortable. Uh, the main scumbag runs off to find Andros. I gotta say, by the way, the actor is like doing this hunch the whole time. Like he's got a whole body language going on. He's enjoyable. He's, this is a this is a man who's trained his whole career to play this one's very specific role, and he's nailing yeah. it. I guess. Yeah, yeah. To play a, a scumbag, but specifically on a show for very small children, he needs lots of cues to understand that he's a scumbag. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> Uh, hi, uh, sorry, not Hydro Hog. That's a different guy. Uh, Voltage Hog shows up, and uh, whoops, uh, bad guy, uh, scumbag comes around the corner, and Voltage Hog is about to just kill this guy, which is <laughs> yeah, pretty we get fun. A, we get a dolly zoom into the into the scumbag making this hilarious scared face. Uh huh. Yeah, and he he like. He gets oh his name's Chuck by the way we finally find that out well actually so Voltage Hog throws him really hard oh, in a way him. that yeah so that's what I was gonna say maybe they're just saying what happened <laughs> they're just like Chuck uh, if anything else had happened it would have gone in there and gone punch kick yeah <laughs> exactly uh, but yeah Chuck um. Gets thrown in a way that, like, happens to, you know, Power Rangers and they get up. But, like, his back should be broken in half. He should be super <laughs> yeah. dead. Um, they uh, they go go to uh, rescue him and pick him up off the floor. And uh, Voltage Hog's like, I have really bad news for you. I am an electricity monster. I'm going to kill you now. <laughs> um, and uh, Andros runs in from off screen and flying jump kicks him. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, uh, unmorphed, and then is just like, I'm gonna fight you. You will not touch my friends that I just found out are car thieves. Uh, but we, uh, had, we had a whole like moment going on right there. We had our own our own plot going on, and you had to go come in with your monster shit. This stuff, yeah. this listen, will not stand. Listen, this is how we know Andros isn't a cop, despite all of your um claims, is because he found out these people are criminals. And still doesn't want them to die. I mean, that's true. Right. Yes, 
Yeah. Yeah. Well, fair. Yeah. Uh, uh, so we're going to move on from that comment. Uh-huh. Uh, Andros fights them. The three start to run away, but then David and Susie come back to help. Uh, by hucking trash cans and uh, inner tubes at him. It's supposed to be a tire, but it super isn't because you can't just throw a tire. <laughs> I guess they figured that out. Um, but uh, yeah, they throw it at him and they're able to all get away. Yeah, fortunately, uh, Andros- this monster has the same problem as a lot of like bulky turtle costumes, which is it's hard for him to get up once yep. he's been knocked on his back. <laughs> yeah, he gets, he gets stuck. Uh, he, they run away and, um, uh, the, the voltage hog teleports away. They, they get a a second and he's like, I guess you guys aren't so bad after all. And then for some reason they split up again. And Mm -hmm. I don't know why that Um, is, but I mean, I mean, he wants them to run away. Andros stays behind because he's, he's about to, uh, Three yeah. three five is is what yeah. he's about to do. Yeah, yeah. he's about to tighten up hey. reality, gangster. Yep. Yeah. Ah, <laughs> uh, uh, yes. Three three five, the weed number. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh huh. I can't remember if I asked this before, and I don't remember if I did who I asked. But what do you think happens if they push other combinations of you buttons? Ha- I think you have asked this because I remember explaining that if you bought the uh, toy of this back in the day, you'd find out. Because there are okay. other button combinations that are printed on the like uh, inside of the cover that flips up. I like this. This is cool. I wish we saw some of them. One of the I don't, uh, uh, I don't remember what any of them are. I didn't own it. My cousins did, so I only got to play with it when I was visiting my cousins. But I um, one of the other things I liked about Dino the the Dino Fury stuff so far is that they show there's a little bit of a learning curve with oh, the yeah. morpher. They have to practice the morphing the, sequence. It's pretty good. Yeah, they have to do that, but also, like, the morpher is the morpher, the teleporter, the communicator. It's, like, everything, mm-hmm. but it's basically just a circle. So, yeah. like, they it's- actually bring up the fact that, like, you have to turn it in specific ways yeah. to get it to do different it, it, things. It's, it's kind of like the turbo cool. morphers. They have a wristband and, like, a key that they stick in it, but the key is shaped like a night dinosaur thing. It's weird. But yeah. 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 And I do, like... He's, I do like when gadgets and shows at least have the veneer of being an actual thing and not just, Mm -hmm. you know, the magic box that does whatever you need it to. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, Also, the new teleport effect is fucking cool. Mm -hmm. It's it's one of the weird things that I really liked. Anyway, uh, so Andros morphs. He 335s the sex number and Mm -hmm. he attacks uh, Hydra Hog. Who are not Hydra Hog? God damn it! His name's Voltage Hog. Voltage Hog. And then a Cliptor shows up now, to just. Given that they're on the coast, this is probably hydroelectricity. It could be, but Hydra Hog was yeah. the main bad guy of uh of uh Zach teenagers Zach, with battle I'm trying to bail you out here. Just take <laughs> the gift. Right. Okay. Thank as, you, Lexi. As, as Lexi would know, as a Canadian, like we we do call our electric bills the hydro bill. So yeah. That. Wait, really? Yeah, we do. Well, I, at least in Quebec, because the only electric company is like the public hydroelectricity oh, company, because okay, it's called gotcha. Hydro Quebec, so we just call it the Hydro Bill. Okay, fair enough. That makes sense. Yeah. Uh, so, Ecliptor shows up, and um, just like last time Ecliptor showed up, he just really beats ass. Like I, I love that Andros is already kind of getting his ass kicked by this monster, and Ecliptor's just like, yeah, no, you know what? I'm going to do this. <laughs> 
Um, Ecliptor is... Did, I was trying to remember, did Goldar ever, like, really fuck them up? Because he definitely got less competent, but at least pretty, pretty starting sure he out... wrecked up the Megazord a bit, and there was this whole part where he was finding Jason unmorphed in that steam that's room. That's true, yeah, 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 that's true, yeah. But, but, but like, at least to begin with, Ecliptor is sort of uh, the number two to Astronema, um, and, like, it's not close... Oh, in these episodes, I was going to say, Ecliptor reminds me a lot of in a video game, especially like an RPG, where like one of the like recurring enemies that you're not supposed to beat early yeah. on, you have yeah. to fight him, but it's always an auto loss because like he's going to be yeah. obviously like a he, big end game fight. Yeah. He's General Bella Beatrix. I'm playing yes. FF9 yeah, right yeah, now. Totally. So. Yeah, he's fucking... I hate to make this comparison because the dude fucking sucks, but he's Xenos from Final Fantasy XIV. Yeah, there you go. And he, he uh, just as in his previous appearance, th- appearances, this guy has literally a thousand superpowers, which I love. Like, he mm-hmm. just keeps doing different shit. Uh, he well, he's the main the villain, a- Mega Ranger, right? That's that's why he's so, like, imposing and always so, there. I think so, yeah. And, and he has, like, multiple forms in Mega Ranger. Um, mm-hmm. But he... Uh, just really, really puts the boots to him, and the funniest attack he has, which is also the coolest at the same time, is he shoots him with green lightning, and then he uses that to just drag him around. <laughs> it's really funny. Like <laughs> it's he, brutal. Yeah, he's basically like doing that thing they would do in the Wild West, where they tie you to a horse, except uh-huh. it's just with green lightning. Yep. Um, and it goes for a they, while. Like he does two full fucking loops around the fucking. Yeah, and then Andrus pulls out his spiral saber, which previously has been his auto-win button. Jumping attacks Ecliptor with him, hit it, and Ecliptor mm-hmm. just stands there and stares at him. And he it fucking rules. takes it, grabs the thing, and then, like, breaks it. Yeah, and then he <laughs> fucking shoves his head in mud and puts his boot on his head. And I was oh, like, yeah. oh, okay, so Andrus is... Gonna die. Yeah, no, if the other rangers had not shown up just now, Andros would be dead. He would have drowned him in a puddle of mud. Yeah. 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 It's really, really brutal for a Power Rangers fight, and (laughs) it's a lot of fun. Um, The other rangers do show up because I guess they they got out of their class finally. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, I assume Alpha's been keeping an eye on all of this and alerted them hey, uh, Andros is about to die. (laughs) Yes. They put together their their four weapons as the Quadra Blaster. Mm-hmm. Uh, now, I love it when individual weapons get combined into a bigger weapon, but they don't actually yes. do a combination thing here. We just get a little like visual display of it, and then they have it. Mm-hmm. I was really disappointed. Yeah, yes, you don't see them put that put it together. That's true. Um, but it shoot they shoot him. Uh, it it, it also works this feels like good. just uh, this feels like a much Okay, this is a really dumb analogy, but you know how Fallout 4 introduced the uh, ability to, like, craft weapons where you could, like, assemble parts? Sure. You know how a lot of the early weapons were just literally pieces of pipe glued together? Yeah, yeah, sure. This looks like that equivalent of the uh, Mega Blaster from Mighty Morphin Power Rangers. Yeah. Yeah. Like, it's way more more skeletal and looks a lot more cobbled together. Yeah, I like it, though. It's kind of cool looking. Um, they blast him, and Ecliptor, like, 
I just really like everything about Ecliptor's visual style. Oh, he's like cool. Yeah, he's got that. As we just we said previously, he's black with like green. Uh, you know, he's a virtual reality monster he in looks, the Sentai. Yeah, he looks like the fu- he looks like the danger to their danger room. Like mm-hmm. he's got the same visual yeah. motif going on as their holodeck. And he, when they blast him, he like breaks into glowing green shards and then disappears, which obviously he's not dead. Uh, yeah, I love when but, a major recurring villain has their own special teleport effect. Yeah, it's neat. Um, so at this point, uh, Electro uh, Hog, who, or Voltage Hog, who never left, but just like took a breather, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, he was yeah, tagged out. A clip, yeah, a clip or tagged in. Yeah. He shows up. They shoot him with guns. It doesn't work because he absorbs the energy. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then um, Andros realizes that the entire time they were fighting Ecliptor, he was charging up by uh, eating energy. Um, they uh, combine the Quadro Blaster with with uh, with Andros's uh, Astro Blaster, by which I mean they both shoot him at the same time. Yeah. Like, they don't physically combine, they just shoot at the same time. Uh, which, that works, despite him having just absorbed the- uh, Anyway, whatever, it's fine. Like a balloon with too much uh, air in it. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Um, they uh, they grow the monster, which I don't remember if we've said this, but she just shoots a big laser from her spaceship yep. to do that. Yep. It's called I like that we, we cut up to the spaceship just for her to say, oh, fuck, shoot the fucking laser. Yeah, yeah Astronema is really barely in this episode. Yeah, it's a bummer, but she did have a, a, a bigger role in the last one. Mm-hmm. Uh, the mega ship, uh, Astro Mega, the, the Megazord, I forget what its fucking name yeah, is. The Astro Megazord, the- I, b- I believe, is the name. Yes. He, yeah. He, sh- he shows up. We haven't talked that much about him. He looks fine. I like that his his head just looks like there, it has a spaceship for a hat. <laughs> I've, said, I've, yeah. I've said it before. When many robots combine into a robot, it's better than when one robot is a robot. It's true. Yeah. I mean, you're not wrong. And like mm-hmm. I said last episode, it it just strikes me as dangerous to have your spaceship that needs to be airtight be a right. robot that you fight with. Yeah. But, you know, whatever. <laughs> um. So uh, they fight. It's really fast. They just beat his ass real yep. quick. But I mean, they, um, they catch oh, one guess- of the tentacles and then like kind of swing him around by it. It's pretty, it's kind of yes. cool. Yeah. And the one cool thing they do that I like is that they, uh, they, t- they get the sword out and they like yep. throw it. And then once it's embedded in him, they like it like ignites and blows him up. Yeah, it's kind of cool. It feels like they send like electricity through the sword, or the sword has a battery in it that feeds electricity into the guy and overload him. I guess is what they do. Yeah, it's a cool it's sword. I like it. Mm-hmm. Looks like the Finn sword from Adventure Time. Oh yeah, it does. Um, so we then see we then cut to. Scumbag guy stealing what is for sure Rocky's that's Jeep. G- that's got to be Rocky's <laughs> car. It looks exactly the same. Like, I, I mean, I know that they probably didn't have a huge budget, so it's probably the same Jeep. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I don't know what Rocky's doing, but, you know. <laughs> He's walking his dog Buster just in the park right yeah. there next to it. Yeah. 
But thankfully, some cops show up, and uh, this guy goes to jail forever, probably. Uh-huh. Uh, so that's fine. <laughs> um, which, like, his resolution is not with the teens at all. It's just cops no. get him. Yeah, it's it's like there's no there's no uh, what do you call it redemption Wrap for him at all. Like, yeah, yeah yes. it's just no. the other two are redeemable because like they do get a redemption like in a minute because clearly the minute someone called them a thief. They realized they'd gone wrong and like were ready to like make amends for it. I mean, they weren't really criminal coded in the same way from the start. Like, right. they seemed like genuinely nice people who just also happened to be criminals. So, like, it was they, very they clear. Fe- they fell into the spiral of corruption. Yeah, yeah. It, I mean, even outside of that, like, it's just very clear from how they're coded that like they were always going to be the good ones. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think they, uh... they were the Aaron Pauls in this. To uh, the, yeah. the the other guy is Walter White. <laughs> um, so they show up. Uh, or sorry, all the Rangers are at um the surf spot, and they're going over their exams. Uh, and Andros uh sees Adele and walks up to her and says, "I have something I have to tell you. It's private and important." And Adele's like, weird, everybody's got something uh, private and important to tell me, so you gotta wait until they give me their important news. <laughs> and it's David and Susie. Um, and uh, she shows up to talk to them, and they basically apologize and say they were dumb and, you know, made a mistake. Uh, and hand over the keys to the van. Which I guess uh, they stole the keys to this van. They didn't hotwire it, which is how we saw it happen for the, all the other cars in this episode. So, Or maybe Le- they had van. I bet Adele <laughs> left the keys in. Yeah. Yeah. She it's seems still trusting. She probably, she, it was probably running. She was probably preparing to make a delivery, and they're just like, oh, opportunity. Yeah. I also like the idea that they got the van, but it said Surf Spot on it, so they just had keys made with a little keychain that says Surf Spot. <laughs> oh, these are these are contri- they go with. Yeah, these are contrition keys. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> They're purely um, symbolic. We wrecked. We took the seats out of your van. You're gonna have like it's gonna be an expensive repair bill. We're sorry. <laughs> Uh, this is when you re- realize that this lady is going to be in, like, a big TV show. Mm-hmm. Not that she was, like, a major character, but because she has a pretty good scene where she says, you know, like, anybody can make a mistake, but only people with a lot of courage admit they ma- they made a mistake. Um, and then she hires them. <laughs> right. I think. Yeah, no, this is this is kids show shit right here. Uh-huh. Yeah. Like, like, like you did a bad thing. But you realized it was wrong, you apologized, and you'll be rewarded for that. You went yeah. and apologized instead of trying to steal Rocky's car. So that guy goes to prison forever. Y'all get a job. So, yay. Yeah. And she basically hires them to do deliveries and gives them the keys to the car back uh, and says, call me Adele. Don't call me Mrs. Ferguson because we're friends now. And that's it. It's cute. I like it. But it is... I did just realize that, like, Andros is about to go over to talk to them, and then he just doesn't. Uh-huh. So I guess he's not friends with them anymore. They lost that. But, well, he, know, was gonna, least... he was going to go talk to Adele. He was going to go narc on them. Oh, you're yeah. right. And yeah, then yeah, he right. saw that they did the right thing, and he was like, oh, never mind. I don't have to do anything. Mm-hmm. They're good people. Yep, yep, yep. 
I'll never Fair talk enough. to these people again, even though they're apparently going to work in this establishment. We forget all the time. Now, yeah, we yes. say that, but do any of us know if these guys show up again? I don't, but based on prior experience, I'm going to guess not. I'd be shocked if they ever show up again. I mean, because I don't think the, the surf spot is even in that much. Uh, I mean, it's, I the, it's, the, it's the gym and juice bar for this season, but so it's going to show up pretty often. But besides that, yeah. Yeah. Um, but while I try to look for that, we cut up to Astronema, who is watching Balkan Skull and Phenomenus. And something I don't think I really explained is that the they still think that rabbit was the alien because when they, they like turned around. Uh, and so now Skull and Bulk are like super convinced that Phenomenus knows about aliens um, and then he he is making a bomb? No, he's I just, don't, I don't know what he's making. I don't think it is a bomb. I just think whatever it is he's making is extremely explosive, like volatile. Okay. Um, and Astronema is like, okay, well, my space monsters are not good, but this crazy man made something that he says will go kaboom, and I like kabooms, and that is verbatim what she says <laughs> they do a, they says, do a zoom into her face as she does this and she just gets this really good smile on her face when she says that she doesn't get yeah. much to do in this episode but this scene rules i do like that part yeah also uh we then see some uh uh outtakes and yeah david yeah. and Susie are fucking oh they sure. are like one in one scene they almost kissed they're standing real close their faces up to each other i don't know if they knew each other before they shot this episode but they they fucked at some point in their also, lives for sure on my feed before the credits we get the next time stinger and god next episode looks so much better than this y you know that's, that well they added these things to make you think that every time you know that right <laughs> what's the next episode <laughs> there's a fucking there's a fucking uh elephant man who fucking headbutts a skyscraper and it starts <laughs> yep. tipping and Cassie's in it with some businessman looking dude. Uh, Astronomer's blowing up everyone else, and they're in a building with a radioactive plutonium reactor that's about to explode. Oh, it looks like they also get the Blue Zord next episode, so yes. that's that's a thing. Yeah, the Blue Zord fucking busts through a wall. Yep. Dang. Okay. Well, it's a cool. hell of a sizzle reel. Uh, well, I um, I mean, yeah, but this episode had uh, Andros eat some gum, and that okay, was pretty yeah, no, good, listen, too. That, that was the, the banana thing, also. Yeah, the <laughs> civilian part of this episode was great. It's just the monster stuff felt so extraneous. Uh-huh. Uh, yeah, I mean, I really like the clip door stuff, but the main monster was nothing, basically. I agree with that. Also, uh, I, have a so that's I have a question for you guys. Okay. Go ahead. Andros's hair. He's got, like, that stripey thing going on. Uh -huh. Do you think he dyes it like that, or is does he just have stripes? So, I feel like would, like y'all just covered this in the, the, yes, the podcast. Would you like out. to know what th the official TWA theory is? Yes, I would. Okay, when you see Kid Andros, he also has that same hairstyle, but he has less stripes. The stripes are like the ring of a tree. As he gets older, he gets more stripes. That's how old Andros is. That's how you know. Oh, fuck, so yes. He's, he's like two in space years right now. 
Yes, or he was yeah. one before. I and mean, he's not very old. Well, I mean, a year in space is probably a pretty. <laughs> it, it, it takes concept. a really long time for space to revolve around the center of space once. So <laughs> yeah, it's it's very long. <laughs> he's actually incredibly old. Uh, but so like. That's the funny bit. The real answer is he has the same exact hairstyle as a kid. So either he his variant of humans grows that way uh, or he's been dying it exactly the same since he was a small child, which, like, I guess that's possible, but seems I, real weird. I just think that since there's so many, like, animals out there that have, like, patterns in their fur, I don't see why we can't have naturally occurring patterns in our hair. Mm-hmm. Sure. What I'm saying now, is the- Andros should be a cat boy. <laughs> okay. It's a seed of humanity that went to space a long time ago. It could have diverged from us like this genetic trait that we don't have on Earth, but that could be endemic to other human populations. What I assume is some alien species got a hold of some humans and has been selectively breeding them for more <laughs> pleasurable coats. <laughs> oh, he, he's the yeah. human equivalent like of a, a, a Labradoodle is what you're yeah. saying. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> He's a, he came for a KO35 is a puppy mill is what you're saying <laughs> yes. like oh jeez that's very good yeah i mean like listen whatever here's the thing about andrus's hair it fucking sucks i hate it so much <laughs> no, i mean it's, it fucking sucks and i love it so much is the thing. yeah yeah that's yeah. the thing it's not good but i enjoy it immensely it, it's like when we started this show, I think it, I was on the record as like, man, I think Tommy's got great hair. And Oh, Zach, I, oh, buddy. Well, now, I will say that the very, like, his very first appearance, I think it looks okay. I, I backtrack on it looks great. It got so much worse as oh, time yeah. went on. And by the time it was in, uh, in Turbo, I was like, dude, please do anything <laughs> else other than this. Uh, yep. But Andros like comes out and he's just like, "Look at this shit! I got it. I he's got, got he's, it he's got the worst tummy hair plus two blonde stripes, so nailed it, I guess." <laughs> yeah. Here's the th- here's the thing with Tommy. It never really felt like he was consciously choosing to have that hair. It's just, well, this is what my hair is, and I don't. I, I what am I gonna do with it? Kind of thing. Whereas Andros feels at least like he's owning it. Well, that's a th- so that's the thing is like if if it's not endemic to his species that is actually a character trait that means that like andros is like meticulous he's fucking poirot with his mustache he's like no i have to have it exactly like this yep and it always has to be that way he has a whole treatment like seven different products he puts on after every shower every day what we don't see is every morning on the fucking ship uh him getting up putting his hair in a fucking uh like template mold and mm-hmm. applying the bleach to just the exposed parts. Uh-huh. Like, real talk, I don't know if everybody who listens knows this. If you don't follow me on Twitter, I have purple hair. Mm-hmm. And even one color is a huge pain in the ass. So yeah. like, Wait, shit, you're telling I, me that's not natural? No, I didn't. I'm not an anime schoolgirl. I didn't come out that way. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> um, I know that you were hoping for it, but... Uh, even that is a pain. So I imagine like th- that must suck so bad uh, to try and keep it that way. I don't know. It's it, listen, and it looks terrible. <laughs> listen, from what I know about other members of Andros's family, having uh-huh. wild hair choices are just kind of a thing with them. 
Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Uh, uh, hold on one second. Um, Mike, spoilers. Uh, Mike, go ahead and hit a fast forward for a couple times. Uh, we saw baby Corone, and she had an uh, astronomer's bad hairstyle, like oh as God, a small really? child. <laughs> yeah, it's hysterical. That's, it's so funny I, looking. I just assumed that all of that was sort of a, a personality thing as a result of you know the brainwashing and whatnot. I love. What? No, that's just it. But also and. Astronomer has wigs because they're different colors. Oh mm-hmm. yeah, so, no, like, like I, <laughs> yeah, baby wigs, Zach. The baby wigs. <laughs> yep, totally. You nailed it. Anyway, that's our, been our ten minutes on hair at the uh-huh. end of this episode that I fully didn't uh, expect. It feels like it's uh, really, it's really going to be a recurring segment on this podcast with the season specifically. Yeah. It's just his hair sucks so much. I'm trying to. I was like trying to think of. Like, because we're moving out of the 90s, right? We're in like 98. 90, I think. 98. We have two more seasons of 90s. And like, I know that 2000s has its own, you know, like the short, spiky hair Tommy has when he comes back is like goofy yeah. now, but it's not this. It's not as, like, it's, not, it's not good, but it's not as embarrassing, I think. Yeah. I, I was just trying to think if we're going to have a treasure trove of early 2000s fashion. I assume we will. Oh, Maybe we'll get like big UFO pants or something. Got, we've got to have at least one ranger with frosted tips, right? I hope so. That has I, to happen. I can't, I can't remember think. any, but there's got to be. Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm. it's interesting as we move out of the 90s into the early 2000s because fashion has been such a fun thing to track in the this show. Mm-hmm. And like, I want to see what the worst stuff is. And we've arrived at the point where early aughts fashion is starting to be the trendy nostalgia thing. So, yes. But the the thing is, I'm having a hard time without looking up pictures, remembering what early aughts fashion was iconically. It's aside from Jinko jeans, I guess, but that's the one thing. Not necessarily as big as Jinko's, but like big pants, you got the short, like spike gel hair. I yes. remember that was big. That was a thing. Uh, uh, baggy, I think, no, the like, whole, the, the whole Matrix inspired stuff. I, Matrix vaguely. and Hot Topic. Yeah. So like like leather bracelets and stuff like that. Like I'm yeah. thinking uh, new metal looks like the baggy button ups. Yeah, are buttons. yeah, yeah, yeah. Wallet chains. Yeah, all of that. Ch- chain wallet chains stuff like that. And yeah, like I think a lot. There's a lot of that, and then like. Because no, because grunge was over, right? So right. Like, yeah, 90s. well, I mean, gr- grunge was first half of the nineties. It was the yeah, it was the Mighty Morphin so it was, era. Was grunge? It's new metal, and uh, yeah, I mean, I think new metal got will be probably reevaluated at some point. But in terms of like fashion wise, it's mm-hmm. not good. No, <laughs> it, but it's also. But also, I think it's not quite as mockable as like yeah. the early nineties like, shit. Like, so. like Lexi said, we're about to enter the the period where like there's genuine nostalgia for it, and now it's going to oh, be the twenty ten stuff that's going to be like cringe. Yeah, no, some odd yeah. fashion is already starting to come back, and it's not good. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, like, because I'm thinking like Lincoln Park had its own style, but like. Uh, Fred Durst, fucking Limp Biscuit. His his look was white t shirt, pants, hat. Yeah, it's not it like was, it, was it was super distinct. And that was pretty so, much a skater look, I guess. Which is 
You know, it feels yeah. Maybe it just shows like how old, how much of an old man I am. But it feels like default look. It's not like very yeah, here's, like remarkable. Here's the problem to me. with the people on this podcast specifically talking about this era of fashion. <laughs> yeah. Due yeah. to when we grew up, this is default. Not only just for our memories, but for people like us who grew up like yeah. that. Like yeah, people yeah. don't really leave that era of fat, whatever you're, era of fashion they yeah. grew up with. So like You're totally to, right. it's, to us that yeah. is default because the people we know today who are still pulling from that era of fashion but, are yeah. Fuck, yeah. You're totally like, I, right. I it's, haven't really changed the kind. Yeah, I haven't really changed the kind of clothes I wear in about a decade. I'd say so. It's the I'm same. Just like, it's yeah. the same way as like mid aughts emo bands for most of our yeah. peers are just kind of default yeah. music. Like that's yeah. not that's not the way. Th- the entire world is that's just the way our right. generation we're, is yeah exactly we're entering the period we're, in which yeah, we were, we're teens yeah and yeah. like now we're the fucking boomers and the, the zoomers are, are gonna call us old man and like with good reason i guess because Absolutely. like we're saying stuff oh, like that way. and they're like well no this is this was the stuff when i was a child and we're like oh this stuff like i don't barely remember this yeah yes please okay before we end this because we're gonna wrap up here soon but i have we have to talk about this briefly mm-hmm. hello people of my generation if you're a millennial yes and a, and a zoomer calls you old and says you're not cool anymore fucking deal with it you're not like stop <laughs> it's it it's fine yeah. it's true we're yeah, old, guys, like guys. You need to come to terms with the fact that you're old now. I'm so sick of seeing people discovering that stuff from their childhood. Which, if you sit down and actually think about when your childhood was, think about how long ago that was. Stop yeah. being shocked that that was so long ago. Like, like there's been all these articles on, like, I'm trying, you know, The Wire and shit like that, where it's like. M- Surprise! Zoomers think that skinny jeans are lame, and I'm like, yes, because they're children, and we're old now. This the, is the if cycle. If you're wearing stuff that their parents are wearing, guess what? It's lame. Yep. Like it, it's just funny because I, I think, I think to some degree, I guess millennials were like, well, we're like we grew up with the internet. We're like going to be different in mm-hmm. terms of no. not getting lame. No, sorry, we're still going to yeah. be lame. No, I had <laughs> a, I actually works. had a rant on Twitter about this the other day. Um, mm-hmm. you know, I see a lot of people like in their thirties and older, like despairing over not really getting kids or being out of touch. And mm-hmm. it's like, okay, yeah, but think about it for a second. When you were a kid. If there was some 30-year-old who was staying right. really up to date with the shit that was going on for kids, you'd think they were the biggest creep in the world. Right. We're yeah, not I, supposed I, to be th- a part of that. Th- yeah, th- think of 1995. Think of a 30-year-old person back then th- like fondly remembering the things when they were 10, which would have been the 70s. Like did you give a shit about anything from the 70s when you were a kid? Right. No. Yeah, exactly. And imagine if you were, you know, hanging out at Target outside in the parking lot when you're new metal uh you know in your in your hot topic shit mm-hmm. and a 30 year old showed up with like a newfound glory t-shirt and like it's the it's the hello fellow kids shit like don't yep. do that yeah yep. also also like of course you're not up to date with that shit they're kids who spend most of their day bored in school like trends mm-hmm. come and go on a weekly yeah. basis for them because they have all this downtime. Whereas mm-hmm. you're probably like trying to pay bills and shit. 
Yeah, you've you spent a year have... in your home working from home, just not wearing yeah. much. <laughs> it you happens. straight up anyway. do not have that kind of time to keep up with that stuff, nor should you. Yeah. So we've now outed ourselves as old as hell, but uh-huh. I think we've at least embraced it. Okay, uh, you say con- outed, but nobody who listens yeah. to the show could possibly think otherwise. Oh, no, I'm going to sure. continue to wear my 10 pairs of Jinko jeans that I have in my in my <laughs> closet. Uh, and no, and I know I'm old and that's fine. I love my big dumb jeans. My ass looks uh, great in tights and skinny jeans. I'm not going to stop wearing them. Did you know that Jinko's, uh, the circumference of the whole, the, the like leg cuff is the same as the waist? Uh, each leg is the same as the waist? Wow. Uh-huh. God, yeah. that's, that's excessive. That, that's too much. That's dumb as hell. Jinkos <laughs> were a mistake. I actually, I actually worry about you wearing those because I know how accident prone you are, and those are just, yeah. those are just a split don't, noggin waiting to happen. Don't, don't, don't try any escalators with those, please. Uh, I did see one funny thing that I wanted to to mention is uh, I saw a tweet that was like. Uh, kids who hate skinny jeans never dealt with this pain, and then it was just a picture of lots of blown out back of the the pants yep. leg, <laughs> and, yep. and that is fair. I the, remember the bag- yeah, I remember the baggy jeans era, and I fucking hated that. Like you, the bottom of your jeans would constantly be caked in mud. Mm-hmm. All right, we've talked about hair and fashion for thirty minutes. We're gonna go ahead and 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 stop. Uh, but before that, Simon, is there anything you'd like to plug? Uh, you can check my Twitter at the Real Simben, where I post random brain farts and shower thoughts I have, and occasionally post updates on my current video game, which is now Final Fantasy IX. I've moved down two Final Fantasies since last time I was on this <laughs> podcast. At this rate, by the end of In Space, I will have reached Final Fantasy One. So there you go. Have you played no. Nine before? Yes, I have. I played it on PS One. Okay. Uh, not when it came out. I would say about a decade ago, I played it through, and it's it my, my se- f- yeah. It's my second favorite one in the series, so I'm really it's a real liking. good one. Yeah, I, the, the only part that favorite. sucks is eating monsters with Queena. It's the worst. Like that's the yes. bad mechanic. And also the gender stuff with Queena. Yeah, not the, the age no one who well. worked on that game knew the like the gender neutral they at all. Apparently, because they keep using s slash he. To signify yeah, the fact that is, Queena is non-binary, but yeah, it's rough. Yeah, yeah, but I still love that game. It's mm-hmm. it's one of my favorites. So I've been enjoying watching you play through it. Yep. Uh, and Lexi, is there anything you'd like to plug? I mean, you already mentioned Eidolon. I'm going to mention it again. Um, as of us recording this, uh, the final episode of season one of Eidolon playtest is being finished to upload. Um, by the time this comes out, it'll have come out on the free feed. I believe we'll have started posting the, uh, post-mortem Q&A episodes. Yeah. Um, after that is going to be a short, uh, I don't, I don't think we've officially announced it yet, but there's going to be a little short thing in between seasons while we prep for the next season. Um, Luke and I are both in it. It's, we've started recording it. It's a lot of fun. So, yeah, continue to watch that space. There's going to be a lot more Eidolon coming to you. Yeah. And it's been really, really fun. Uh, so, like, yeah, I'm, I'm excited for the, the finale. Um, so check that out. Uh, for me, you can just follow me at Chinchy McChilla on Twitter. 
I've been doing a lot of miniature painting lately, so I've been posting that. I'm not very good at it, but I'm getting better. You're pretty good uh, at it. Like I've tried painting some small figures, and it's hard. I appreciate it. Um, my wife got me a like a, a beginner's kit that had some stuff in it that I wouldn't have ever thought of that really helped because I kind of got shaky hands, and so uh, it's helped with that a lot. Uh, but yeah, it's been fun. You can follow me if you want. And uh, come back next week when apparently we'll have a way cooler episode to talk about. <laughs> uh, for Teenagers with Attitude, I've been Zach. I've been Simone. I've been Lexi. And may the power protect you always. And remember to uh, to update your Wii U. There's a new patch out now. Check out the cool <laughs> new Wii U system update that just came out now in March 2021. Everyone. Yeah, you don't you don't want that system to become unstable. Uh huh. It just released a Wii U patch. As I, as I was saying right before you came back. Yeah.